This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. All right, we are back in the cantina for another cantina chat. I'm Rich. I'm Paul. He's Paul, and we're gonna. We're, <laughs> hey, hey, space barkeep, get me a space beer. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. No space beer. <laughs> I'm gonna get my uh, my blue milk out. Here it is, right here. You can hear it, right there. This is my blue milk. <laughs> but we're we're you know this is just like the last time. We're gonna we're gonna have one kind of it's gonna be a shorter form episode, but we're gonna have one overarching um, question, and the question is, what is the deal? with jedi and sex yeah so or or can the jedi knock boots yeah can, can the jedi knock space boots space boots <laughs> moon boots oh can they <laughs> can the jedi knock moon boots um <laughs> forest moon boots the so so well, okay, so we we've talked about this a little bit, just kind of in passing, right? Because in the in the old Repu- old republic, you like you mentioned before we before we started recording here, you mentioned that that there are Jedi families, yeah, right, and and but other than that, other than outside of the films, I'm I'm thinking about this. Other than outside of the films, where are the Jedi families? Where's- so. Jedi getting the rocks off. <laughs> so actually, it's interesting though because in in pre- <laughs> getting their space rocks off. You mean space rocks? Yes, sorry, um, space rocks off. Getting their asteroids off. Um, <laughs> getting some asteroid. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Oh geez. God, I don't you gotta know. rain that shit. It's in. Good thing we're in a bar drinking space beer right now. <laughs> <laughs> the so here's the thing though, if you, like thinking back to. So the example, the the example you were talking about, the Nomi Sunrider and the the Sunrider family, and yeah, and Vima Sunrider and those guys. That's that's like a there was like, hey, we're the, the it's the Jedi down the street. We yeah. need to go leave the mail at their house or whatever, right? It was just whatever, right? Um, and it seemed like there was other, like at one point in one of those comics, they went to some sort of commune where there was like other Jedi families. It was just not even mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah, but also, if you think about the. Like I didn't read all of these novels for sure, but I know that in the expanded universe, extended universe, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. of the like '90s and 2000s era, the the post Return of the Jedi Jedi, like, were also having families and stuff because Luke, yeah, Luke married Mara Jade and they yep. had children. Did they have a? Didn't they have a child and or did they have more than one? I don't know. I maybe I, it was more than maybe it was I don't know. I can't remember how it many it was, matter, but I guess, but you know, this is curious. It, 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 it was, it was the it was uh, you know, the Skywalkers have moved in next door and they're right sending their child to the Jedi school down the road or it was just, it was a thing, you know? It, so it was really it's what so so what it seems like as you think about it, because like when we talked about this too a little bit, the prequel movies even though they don't say it, they give you the sense that the Jedi are celibate in that era. Right. And I think it comes from maybe maybe it comes from, not from them saying, Hey, no dip in your lightsabers where they don't belong, you know, (laughs) (laughs) 
they didn't they didn't their movies didn't say that but but what it was was that like anakin hooking up with padme (laughs) was so bad to them verboten it was verboten it it was like so it made you think that and and apart from that all of their jedi are just not they don't seem to be have anything going on except jedi stuff Right. No. Yeah. Well, they're, they're very, very monastic, right? Like Jedi yeah. are like the idea that you get, the image you get, you get from them is that they, they just do Jedi shit and then they go home. Did, you know, did, like if you're not out on like Jedi assignment, do you live at the temple? That's, that's a damn good question. I, my first inclination is to say, yeah, probably. That's more what it seems likely. like, right? Yeah. More than because likely. because like the the prequel era temple is huge, huge. Yeah. You know, multiple spires and yeah. obviously levels of I mean it's peaking up on top of Coruscant, which is like hundreds of stories above the ground, yeah, right? That's so That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. So there's got to be all kinds of like Jedi basements and Jedi sub basements and stuff like that, you know. How'd you like to be the guy that like you're so low on the on the uh, ladder that that you live in like Jedi sub basement 23. You live below the no, no like, windows. You, you live like below the ground level of Coruscant, which is already like shitty. Right. You know? So when yeah. it floods, Oh shit. Have you seen parasite? Did you see the movie parasite? No, there there's a, there's a family that lives in a, in a, in an apartment that's kind of below ground level street level. And yeah. when there's, when they have like this, they have a flood. And it like floods their apartment. And it just it's all it all leads up to the the big the big climax of the film. But that's just that's just what that made me think of was Parasite. Like, oh, so the Jedi this is the Jedi version of the Parasite, the family in Parasite. It's a good flick if you have a chance to see it. But um but yeah, like like if you it like because they've gotta be stacked on top of each other like cordwood, because the Jedi were a dime a dozen back then, right? Yeah. So like So they all live there. Seems like, yeah, because there's no like, there's no like interior Obi Wan's apartment. You know what I mean? Like it's not, <laughs> right, it's not right. a thing. You know, yeah. um, Obi Wan's uh, meditation chamber <laughs> on the Jedi Temple at Coruscant. Um, the there's uh, so it seems like they all live there. But the weird thing is that given that what we've just just discussed it would actually seem like the prequel era is out of the ordinary for Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't get a sense of how long it's been that way. Right. Obviously, because it's not really spoken of. Right. But if all of the material from the before times suggests that, or not all of it, but some of the material from the before times suggests that Jedi had families and everything. And then post return of the Jedi, Jedi's are knocking space boots, right? Like the then the prequel era really is maybe maybe an outlier in terms of how the Jedi viewed that stuff. It seems that way. It seems that way. Like okay, so now here's the real question: Is it is it is it knocking space boots or is it attachment? And if it's attachment, why are marriages allowed in these out in these non outlying? Yeah. And well, see, the, and so that's a good point because one of the one of the sort of uh, prodding materials from this is a is is a quote from George Lucas, right? Of him talking about uh, uh, the stuff, and he he even said 
Jedi Knights aren't celibate. The thing that is forbidden is attachments mm-hmm. and possessive relationships. Right. So it seems like Lucas, even too, even though the films make you think otherwise, Lucas had this idea in <laughs> mind that like, you know, Jedi, it's like no big deal, you With know? The- yeah, let's not kid ourselves though. I mean, it's George Lucas, so he could just be throwing shit off the cuff too. Right? That's the I know that's the, like as soon as I said that I was like, you know, I'm talking about George Lucas who like never was a better story like <laughs> ruined by a filmmaker than the prequel stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the most unreliable unreliable narrator that you could possibly <laughs> think of. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But so so if you if you take him at his word that the Jedi aren't celibate, that they can knock space boots, then Anakin's thing with Padme, I don't know. It feels like you're right that he's just like drifting it in or tossing it in later, yeah. because Anakin falling in love with Padme, the movie made you made it seem like we're about to die, so I can finally just whatever I'll tell you the truth, right? Okay. Like Padme also seemed to believe that. Anakin couldn't do that. Right. But the, I guess the question that you had though, which is a good point is, is it the, is it the knock in space boots or is it the attachment? When I think about that, I think about, I kind of Googled around a little bit and somebody was making a good point. And I think I'm kind of with this person now, which is to say, well, they didn't make this point, but I kind of followed on with this was that Anakin's attachment or Anakin's relationship with Padme was you know it it did for it did go into the forbidden zone because he was attached right but also it was he was too attached to padme there ought to be the thought of balance here just like all the stuff in star wars right there, there should be the thought of balance right because right. because i don't think it's i don't i don't think it's wrong to be attached to somebody but he oh oh this was this was the point they made and i thought this was a great point Anakin's attachment to Padme was such that he was willing to murder a room full of children to save her or to think he could save her. He somehow got twisted up into thinking that like my, my attachment to her is so important that I will snuff out other lives to keep, keep the thing I'm attached to alive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't have that. I don't have that level of attachment to anybody, you know, right. Krista or Eleanor, you know, right. uh, wife, wife or daughter. Like I would not, I would not murder a room full of children to keep my child alive. I don't think, even though it would break my heart, it would break my heart. Yeah. But like it, a room full of children are not worth less than Eleanor, you know, hmm. it's tough though. Because I mean, as a parent, as a parent, you're, it's hard to say because like in a situation, I would be tempted to sure. be like, maybe I would. <laughs> this is a dark place. Jesus. Um, <laughs> we see ending up in these dark. I know we get, we get to these fucking dark places. Holy shit. But uh, I think ultimately the, the, the moral decision is to, to not murder a room full of children. Well, I mean, it, to, it's to to cross pollinate our 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 stars with our treks and our wars here. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one, right? Yeah. 
I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And it doesn't make it an easy choice, but it makes it the most rational, the most honorable choice if we're thinking about something along those lines. But so the, so, but the, to, to, to wrap back around to our topic, though, is that yeah. Anakin's attachment to Padme got out of hand. Right, right. It got, it got to the point where he, he killed people. It did. To try to save her in some way. Do you think that attachment of some sort is a prerequisite for marriage or a prerequisite for parenthood? I think it ought to be, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, if you want to talk about me in, in like, in you know, the United States in 2021, like, I don't care whether somebody's attached to somebody or not right. when they get married. Although right. I prefer that if they have a child that they are attached to each other, but right. it, I, I'm not going to, I wouldn't go so far as to say there ought to be a law <laughs> enforcing that. How uh, would I, you? But, I, you know, but I mean, yeah. I, I guess what I want to use for as a, an example of what I'm trying to get at is the Nomi Sunrider situation right because she was just so shattered by the death of her husband that she pushed away from all things force related right mm-hmm. she didn't want anything to do with it and it took a oh, long right. time to coax her back to getting to and it didn't take her a long time it just took it took a lot of coaxing to get yeah. her back to she didn't know, want to use a lightsaber right yeah. right and I wonder if that's the beginning, the origin of this, you know, don't, don't be attached. You know, you can be married, but you can't be attached to them to this point where maybe it is, you can't, it just seems like there's no, there's, there's just too much fluidity there for this to be a rule, like a real honest to God rule, you know? So I prefer to think that, that Jedi can, they can have sex they can have relationships they can even get married they're just not allowed to allow that attachment to get beyond their their attachment to another person should not should not supersede their vows to the jedi order or their uh their relationship to the force let's say right right very puritanical actually when you think about jesus christ that's really puritanical well, and it had, well, it, I mean, maybe or maybe not, I don't know. I mean, sort of, but also like it, it's, it's where you get to the same kind of thing with, with monks and priests and nuns, right? Yeah. Where yeah. one of the reasons that your, your vow of chastity happens is so that you, you know, uh, so that you keep the, the, the tenets of the religion at the, f- at the fore of your desires, goals, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Theoretically. And so, theor- theor- I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. that's the aim of those things, whether it right. happens or not. But that's the aim of those things, and and what you described falls into that sort of. Except what you described would allow for a little bit more, right? Maybe that's part of why the Jedi got to sort of where they are too. Is that like, if you value the Order above everything else, or if the Jedi value the Jedi Order above everything else, right? Yeah. In other words. You can love somebody, but only if you don't love them as much as you love the Jedi, right? Ooh, Jesus! You know what I mean? That, yeah. When you say it like That's, that, goddamn. That see see that and that and that gets to that leads to things being out of balance. You know yeah, what I mean? it really does, doesn't it? And that's and and in in that sense, that is kind of 
self-centered although the self the self is the jedi rather than one jedi right right but it, it puts the jedi a sort of above everything else and in that sense it's just as selfish as the sith it's just at like a meta level right right sith are like i i me am the number one and it doesn't matter if everyone else dies because i'm king shit right the jedi just expand that to be well it's not one jedi it's just the jedi right 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 not in so many words but in how they approach their stuff you know what i mean yeah so do you think that okay so do you remember uh few episodes back we were doing the destiny path the mm-hmm. star trek or star trek the star wars <laughs> uh oh whoopsies the comics and there was that one character who said that the jedi and the sith are the same it's just it's the force using the jedi and the sith right it makes me think about her not in that not in that it fits directly to what she's saying but that concept of well, that's kind of abuse, right? I mean, like, yeah, it, it's kind of an abusive relationship. Are the Jedi and the Sith the same when it comes to this? Then, like, they're both kind of abusive, right? Like, you can... see, and and they're in whether whether you know, I mean, sort of, right? Yeah, yeah. and and therein kind of lies why, like, I think maybe the the sense of bringing balance to the force right that the the prophecy and all that shit right which which makes you think that at least as of the time that they were written and finished return of the jedi was yes that is the that is the culmination of that prophecy because right. not only are the sith destroyed but the jedi until luke were also destroyed right right, right. and so like having a new jedi there who has none of the like baggage of the Jedi from before really is a fresh start and kind of maybe does represent some sort of balance. Um, because, well, I mean, since the Jedi are the source of the Sith anyway, right. In right. terms of breaking off, like dark Jedi break off and that eventually that's what made the Sith um, back, Those, way back in the day. <laughs> Right, they're 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 the Lutherans to the uh, Roman Catholics to the Jedi. Right, oh, yeah. Shit, I just called Lutherans. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, uh, Lutherans are the Sith. Oh well. Oh, um, there goes two of our listeners. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I guess I can kind of buy into that where the 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 I guess I can kind of sort of thematically come to my thing and say like the attachments to me attachments should be okay. So long as they are in balance, not in balance with the Jedi Order, or with whatever, but in balance with, are you going to use the power of the Force to like put yourself in front of everyone else, like Anakin did, right? Like Palpatine, of course, Palpatine, but like Anakin especially because Anakin sort of had that training the other way around and then did it. Yeah, that's that's when the attachments are disordered. Is when you you use the that sort of extra bit of power because as a Jedi or a Sith you have a lot more power than some Joe Schmo citizen of the Republic. That's true. If you if you use that to further your own stuff ahead of other folks, your attachment is disordered then and that's that's what should be wrong. Not attachment self. Because like attachment in the 
proper sense, proper air quotes, whatever proper means for attachment. I think, I think attachment is, is like, a, is a, a path to, to sort of ultimate morality almost, right? In other words, the golden rule has attachment built into it because you're, because you're putting, you're sort of mixing yourself and the other person's self together. You're putting yourself into that self and then saying as that self, what, what would I want? Right. It's different than being, it's different than being like, here, I offer you rice no matter what it's right it's like you have to mix yourself into that other self to put yourself in the shoes and say what does that self want right right so that's so attachment good. at a certain level is is sort of em- empathetic yeah and i think that's kind of the highest achievement of morality is empathy that's a really fucking good point man actually like, I keep saying so, so actually think... like 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 wow Paul actually made a good point. No, but well, I mean like this yeah. fucking dipshit made a good point actually. Wow, Jesus. I wonder <laughs> if he's gonna keep doing that. Um it, it, no, but I mean like Space Bar keep another round. <laughs> yeah, another another round, Space Bar keep. We're uh really getting deep here. The, On the depths. Yeah. The that is not the standard view of that right the empathy part sure but like putting yourself into and mixing yourself with that person is not your standard you know golden rule interpretation i, I don't think uh, you know I've yeah i'm not it as a, i'm not sure i've never yeah, heard i don't of, know i've never heard i don't know that way, yeah I, I don't know but i think it ought to be right because yeah do yes. to others as you would have them do to you like right you need to consider like you have to put, you have to trans, trans, you have to like move through the astral plane and like use your Xavier astral form and get to that <laughs> other person and really sort of like mesh up and be like, what do, what, what's the self at that location want or need? Right. Right. You know? Well, and then you're, then you're talking about, then you're talking about, um, global community even there at that point right what's the this other is, self one this is some hippy dippy jedi bullshit Wait, going on now right what are we yeah this is we're, <laughs> we're really getting steep into the uh the hippy dippy jedi bullshit i think i think i'm going to agree with you there i think that that is i think that the golden rule kind of is the basis of what that attachment should be you know what i mean yeah like yeah so in other words, okay, so here's what here's what I think we're saying. And correct me if I'm wrong. Jedi can knock boots all night long. If they knock want in space to. boots all day. Sticking lightsabers where the sun don't shine. Mm-hmm. Um, which we know we all know that would kill whoever they That's, actually yeah, stick a lightsaber don't, to. Don't do that. Don't, yeah. Lightsabers uh-huh. are not sex toys, people. Nope. I mean, not not the not the traditional ones anyway not the um, ones that really work i'm sure there are right, real lightsaber right. sex toys that are like you know right, they're right. just they're just the hilt right but not the yeah <laughs> like you can't you can't have a glowing death blade emerge from it and have it be a sex toy right yeah that's 
That's where the sex part stops. Guys. That's where the sex part stops. Yeah, that's where the sex, <laughs> that's where the sex stops and the Sith and starts. The, and the murder begins. <laughs> the yeah, Sith yeah. begins. <laughs> nice. yeah. that's, that's where the sex stops and the Sith begins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So so I think that the Jedi can can have all the sex they want, right? Uh, but and and you know who cares as long as they're not attached to that. But if there is to be attachment, it needs to be empathetic attachment rather than possessive attachment yeah i think that's yeah i think that's really what it kind of comes down to but where that leads me is that means that there has to be jedi hookers right jedi hookers which means that there's probably jedi lot lizards yeah right just going I mean, around, you know. Jedi pimps. Jedi titty bars. <laughs> dance. Does anybody want to dance? <laughs> That's from South Park. <laughs> I stole that, but you know, whatever. Do you get okay? So, oh, all right, all right. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this one. Let's flip the script here a little bit. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. I'm going to flip the script here. No, no, I'm going to stay on this. I'm on the same script. No, it's right the here. same script. We're same staying on the script. script. It's, We're just no turning one, the page. There's Next nothing page. on the reverse side of the script. It's keep turning the page. <laughs> so, Anakin. You think if Anakin, if like if, if, if Obi-Wan had taken Anakin to like a titty bar and had gotten him <laughs> a couple of dances, do you think he would have been okay? Or do you think he would have been... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got him a Jedi hooker. You like, know. Whatever, whatever happened, it wasn't good. Right, right, right. right. We, we don't, right. we don't, we're not privy to how Obi Wan did the did the talk with right. Anakin. <laughs> oh my god, he had to have the talk. He had to have the talk. Oh my god, Ugh. because Anakin was just a kid when he got him. Yeah. Oh shit, he had the fucking talk with Anakin. <laughs> or oh. hopefully he did. Maybe he didn't because he just thought, "Don't why there's no." <laughs> sex so don't who cares then can you imagine how Anakin and Padme's wedding night went then (laughs) because Padme surely had the talk she she knew how things right 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 and Anakin's like you want me to do what (laughs) you want me to do what you know what I do with this thing right (laughs) (laughs) okay I'll try (laughs) Well, Anakin, all you need to do that. (laughs) 30 seconds later, he's like, that was actually pretty good. I think I want to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of being generous to Anakin there, but yeah, yeah. Why not? Right. He's the chosen one. Fuck it. You need to do, you need to do the Anakin or the Obi-Wan has the, uh, has, has the talk with Anakin in, in Obi-Wan's voice. Oh shit! That'd yeah. be something great. We have, we gotta write that down and do yeah, that. Right. You gotta do yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Well, I think we've exhausted this one. Yeah. Space um, bar, keep the tab, please. Yes, the tab, please. Space bar, keep <laughs> the space or the space tab. Wait. Oh, B. Arthur, right? You gotta be Arthur. Oh yeah. <laughs> space golden girl, the space tab, please. Space golden girl. Uh, that's enough for me tonight. <laughs> and uh, close it. Shut it down. Shut this shit down. Shut this shit down. Um, 
So next, we're going to have our comic roundup for yes. the uh, February comics. So coming up, we've got the Return of the Jedi novelization that we've both been uh, reading through. And I promise I have not been writing this one out yet. I have <laughs> not been writing this one out this time. I did it once already. That's enough for me. <laughs> but thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by the, uh, the cantina. Check you later, guys. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later! <laughs>